Welcome back to Shooting the Foam with Sophie Lightning. I am super excited for this week's episode, and I just want to thank you all so much for joining. Just a friendly reminder, this is a BPN podcast. For more content like this, head to bpntoday.com. So today, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. I'm super excited. That topic is types of nerf battles. So it's really easy for people to listen to my podcast, check out my TikTok, and be like, all right, I can kind of picture what a nerf battle looks like. I see it in my living room, you know, family, friends here on Christmas having a little battle between the couches. But that's really not what competitive nerf looks like at all. So I want to give you guys a little bit of a taste talk about some of my favorite events and experiences, and just overall have a fun time talking about Nerf today. So let's just dive right in because I'm so excited about this topic. First thing I just want to mention is I'm going to be talking about a couple different types of Nerf War styles, and there's a bunch more that I'm not going to mention. So this is not every type of Nerf War that exists, not type of every Nerf War that's ever happened, nothing like that. So, my personal favorite nerf wars to attend are called HVZ, which stands for Human vs. Zombies. First of all, these are insane because they typically take place on college campuses, meaning that you have usually like four square miles of actual playing field to use, and there's literally hundreds, two thousands of competitors competing, all participating, and having a fantastic time. You cannot take 10 steps without not stepping on a nerf dart, and you can't take 20 steps in any direction without running into another person. It's just insanely fun. I'll go over the rules and what it looks like. So typically when you attend an HVZ event, my personal favorite is actually called Enwar, and that's over the course of three days. That's right, it's an entire weekend. It's insanely fun. Start off typically on Friday, go into the night, and then it goes into Saturday, and then there's other nerf battles going on on Sunday. It's truly fantastic. Right when you arrive at the event, you either become a zombie or a human. There's really only a couple zombies. Typically, they actually volunteer to be the zombies because, for example, I traveled all the way to Georgia from Maine last year for this event. So it really kind of would have stunk if I had flown all the way there and then immediately became a zombie. So typically the zombies that originally begin are volunteers, which is also pretty cool. There's some people that literally just love being the zombies and they just want to be a zombie right off the bat. And then you get assigned into teams and what makes HVZ so exciting and so fun is the amount of creativity and energy that goes into it. You have goals and tasks to complete as a group and it, you're, you can't just hide out and camp and I think that that's a lot of people when they picture a nerf battle they just picture you know camping just hiding just waiting for somebody to walk by you will lose if you do not go out and loot you will lose if you do not go complete challenges if you do not complete and you know go walk around uh, and it's super fun I highly recommend HVZ for literally anybody one of the coolest things also is that you can have you know like a 10 year old on your team and then like a 25 five-year-old everybody's just really taking care of each other working well together because we want to survive as a team when it's a team strategy people become super competitive but also super compassionate and work really really well together it's a lot of fun and you're guaranteed to make a bunch of friends my personal favorite part about hvz is how real it can actually feel Once you're surrounded by all of these people in their nerf gear, everybody's ready to go, we're going out, we're looting, we're we're getting resources and we're completing challenges and we actually have to avoid zombies or shoot the zombies. It starts to really have this amazing, you kind of feel like a kid again. Your imagination is full force. You actually kind of feel like you're in a zombie apocalypse with nerf blasters. Uh, There's really nothing quite like it. And the people who organize these events, another great one is Ragnarok Oktoberfest, put in such 
amazing amounts of work and time and effort into organizing these events that they just turn out insanely epic. So I think to make this a little bit more interesting, uh, besides just talking about the rules and stuff, I'm going to tell you guys some of my own personal experiences and stories, even the embarrassing ones. So my one of my favorites is uh, last year I was in San Jose, California, actually literally this time last year for Ragnarok Oktoberfest, which is a huge human versus zombies nerf battle. And I made some fantastic friends there. One of them goes by the username Biggs and Z. And we just immediately kind of hit it off. We became really good friends right away. It was kind of like we had been friends forever. And we were basically, we were on the same team. So we were together for most of the weekend. And we survived until the final stand. We were literally the last, some of the last humans alive. And this just shows how goofy we are and how uh, ridiculous we were. We are so excited, we're surviving, we're literally at the end, we could win it for our team, and all of a sudden the zombie comes out of nowhere, Biggs NZ blaster's jammed, so he can't fire it, it's coming for him, so I fire at the zombie, hit it, and obviously the zombie has to go retreat, because that's how the rules work, and instead of like <laughs> getting back to being tactical and like protecting each other again, we literally jumped in the air and high-fived and like dabbed it up and hugged and I was like dude I just saved your life did you see that that was crazy and during our celebration we got hit by like 15 more zombies and we're out immediately <laughs> um, <laughs> we worked so hard we literally had survived for like 48 hours and then we lost because we were celebrating shooting one zombie it was so ridiculous but uh he put in so much effort he was our medic. The medic is arguably the most important person because they can revive people who have been hit. And uh, we, we were just basically un, un, unstoppable that weekend until we were our own fault. We were the reason why we lost, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, there was no way we were going to win anyway. But uh, that was it's just one of my favorite stories of all time. Another thing that I absolutely love about HVZ is that, you know, we're trying to be as respectful and as considerate as possible. The campus that's allowing us to use their property, there's people walking around who aren't participating. And one of my favorite things is when, you know, there's a non-participant walking through and we all just pause. And there's this moment of like two worlds colliding when you have this like family on a college campus tour like touring the school and then this group of nerfers and there's just this awkward stare and it's actually one of the funniest and best things in the world and it adds a little bit of levity to some pretty serious situations you know you might be in the middle of a mission and then everything just pauses and you're waving to this whole family touring their possible college it's it's hilarious so that's a little bit of HVZ for you. It's truly so much fun, honestly. If you can find some HVZ wars going on near you, it's it's super fun. My personal recommendations are always to have multiple blasters on you, a lot of darts, and just some really good teammates who you can trust and who have your back. Also, cardio is pretty important for it too. You're running away from zombies for essentially an entire weekend, <laughs> uh, but it's it's super fun. The next type of nerf battle, I can most closely describe it as similar to paintball, uh, like competitive paintball. It's it's not the same, and people might actually get mad at me for saying that, but I think if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's the best way to imagine it. Uh, this is the most competitive form format of nerf. Um, there's FPS caps, meaning your blaster cannot fire more than a certain uh, level of power. And these are usually you're competing for prizes, money, uh, it's super serious. There are literally people who train with their teammates all year for these types of tournaments and they are super fun. It is actually super serious though. It's kind of the same vibe as like before a playoff game or anything like that. I used to play sports all the time 
and people they take it super seriously which which just adds to it and makes it that much more fun typically the goals with those are you get unlimited lives but you have to go back and you have like a 30 seconds until you can return you have a limited amount of ammo that you can use and you have to go and secure locations or press buttons whichever team holds a, a location for the longest amount of time wins typically you're, it's a tournament style. You're playing 10 games in one day until there's a winner. Uh, these are these are super fun. Once again, I landed in San Jose independently and uh, basically created, we all, uh, a couple people that I had already known from before and the people I hadn't, we created our own little team. I think we called ourselves like far from home or something because literally all of us took a plane to get to this nerf event. Um, So that was a lot of fun for me, just getting to meet people and make friends that way. But of course, uh, it's not the best way to win a team strategy game, meeting your team the day of. I'm not going to lie to you all. Uh, But there are some insane players. One of my favorite stories from the... It's called the Phone Pro Tour, which was in San Jose this time last year. One of my favorite stories is I was given a blaster that was uh, different from the one that I was going to use. It was more powerful. So I was used to aiming up a little bit and arching my shots so that the darts would kind of go through, kind of create a rainbow and then come back down and hit my opponent. With these, you do not have to arch. They said no headshots. Try not to, but if you do get a headshot, it still counts and the person has to go out. And I just remember this dude sprinting through the course and I just had this bullseye shot but I arched it up and I just got him right on the nose and the dude dropped and everybody was clapping and I was like I actually felt so so bad for doing a complete another face shot and that was the first game of the day I was like all right I'm not gonna arch my shots anymore it was it was pretty hilarious I think someone got it on video that was honestly one of my favorite things ever from the day but I did feel really bad and if you're listening to this I'm really sorry dude I did not mean to hit you in the nose all right so those are two kind of third party there's really serious nerfers there but there is other types of nerf wars um that are a little bit more I don't know how to say this not potentially mainstream but just a little bit more Uh, on brand a little bit more stock blaster only and my favorite example of this is jared's epic nerf battle shout out to jared uh he puts on a phenomenal event it's actually held at the at&t stadium where the dallas cowboys play it was insane for me to get to step on that field and then have a nerf war on that football field i never realized how silent stadiums actually are and how much noise they absorb until i entered that stadium for the first time and completely empty it's it's a vacuum it's so crazy it just sucks all the sound out of the air but this is a fantastic event i believe there's around 3,000 participants it's the world's largest nerf battle of course and all of a sudden everybody's just going ham on the football field it is insanely fun there's a bunch of different uh circuits there's usually i believe like 12 different games sometimes it's adults only kids only um rival only darts only mega only or you know you get to revive or it's last man standing or it's the nerf celebrities versus everybody else whatever the case may be uh, it's always ridiculously fun that's truly one of the favorite like my favorite events i've ever been to uh it was super cool I'm trying to think of any funny stories. I think just, uh, it's not potentially funny, but just the, the coolest part about that one for me personally was I'm on this battlefield with 3,000 kids and there's kids in the middle of battle that are like looking at me and are like, oh my gosh, I'm nerf battling next to you. Like, this is insane. And that was always super, super cool to me uh, and just meant the world to me. Fun fact, Jared's epic nerf battle 
5 and 6 is happening this upcoming March in 2021, uh, as long as COVID and everything goes okay. Super excited. I'll be there as a special guest, of course, uh, looking tremendously forward to that. It's truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience to actually have a Nerf War on an actual NFL football field stadium. It is absolutely insane in the brain. It's crazy. Uh, another type of Nerf War that I've been to was completely and utterly target shooting. It was actually the Nerf Ultra Competition, where we competed for 10 grand. This whole story is a fiasco, but also amazing from start to finish. Uh, it's good and bad for a multitude of reasons for me personally. I was flown to New York City by Nerf. Super pumped. I got to compete next to David Dolbrick and a bunch of other Nerf and celebrities. It was just super cool. But I had to go basically last, and I totally messed up, and I got so anxious for some reason. When it was my turn to go, I just totally, totally messed up. I did super poorly. I did not even get in the running for the 10 grand, but the experience alone was worth 10 grand. That one was really cool because it was, like I said, exclusively target shooting. So we were put in the middle of three-dimensional targets, which were completely, they could be in front of us, completely behind us, left and right of us, and we had to hit the targets that were glowing. Uh, that one was really cool because not only did you have to take the time to aim, but you would have to spin. It was just, it was insanely cool. The next circuit on that one was like a running forward, shoot your target, run back, get a new blaster, shoot a different target. That one was the one that I really messed up on. I don't know why. I just got so nervous that I couldn't aim and I just screwed it up. And then the third one was really kind of similar to the first one. You're once again immersed in a, a so essentially, long story short with that one, I highly recommend Jared's Epic Nerf Battle. Super duper fun and just a ridiculously good time. Of course, all of these ones that I'm talking about are in exclusive locations. There's hundreds upon thousands of people. So what about some smaller scale Nerf Battles? Let's talk about that too and how you could host your own Nerf Battle on public property. Let's get right into that. So. A bunch of my favorite Nerf Wars have just taken place in local parks, uh, of course with the town's permission or in the woods. Uh, sometimes those are literally the best. You can use actual natural cover, it's a little bit different than a football field where there's no cover, uh, and it's super duper fun, but the best part about those is that they're actually put on by people in the community, people my age or even slightly younger teenagers, high school kids, and I think that those are really the most special types of Nerf Wars because it's somebody just putting their heart and soul into an event and then making it happen and then just local kids coming and having some fun. So the best way to go about that is to first of all just find a place to do it. Typically public parks, as long as they're not state parks, will let you do it. You might have to get like an event permit, but typically you won't. Make sure that everybody's using safety precautions. All of their blasters are brightly orange or yellow so that everybody knows that they're fake and then uh, publish it and advertise that on Facebook. Typically that's where I find all of my Nerf events that I attend is on Facebook. Uh, Facebook events is one of the best things ever and then you can click the I'm interested button and all your friends can see it and then maybe they'll go as well. When you're hosting a Nerf battle, there's just a couple really important things to keep in mind. Like I said, safety is the absolute top priority, but also making sure that there is cover. If you're going to a completely open field, buy some inflatables, it's worth the investment. That's the only way people are gonna have fun. If it's a completely open field, this is not dodgeball. It's not gonna work that way. Uh, you need some cover to hide behind. So paintball uh, inflatables are typically what I use, but you can also use this company called Bunker Inflatables. It makes some really great nerf uh, barriers to use. Either way, you need something to make it interesting. Second most important thing is come up with some rules and gameplay. There's really five main types of nerf battles. Last Man Standing, which is just basically a free-for-all. Team Deathmatch, which I think you can assume by the name. There's two teams, and then it's Last Man Standing, 
uh, based on which team is still standing. There's Capture the Flag, which is exactly the rules of Capture the Flag, except Nerf Blasters, obviously HVZ. And then there's a multitude of other ones. Uh, people get really, really creative, which is something that I also love to see, so I don't want to just name every single type of nerf battle that you could possibly do, because really the limitations are endless there, and you could uh, create some insane nerf battle that I haven't even thought of. So just make sure that you have a clear schedule and rules when creating that. But honestly, hosting nerf wars is super duper fun. Another super important thing, uh, whether you're hosting or attending, is to write your name on things that are yours. It sounds stupid, it sounds simple, but a lot of people don't do it. At the end of nerf battles, even with 50 people, I literally will find 10 blasters, a million darts, a couple attachments, a bunch of magazines, and if you don't know whose is whose, it's really hard to get it back to their owner, so just write your name on everything. Uh, if you are the host, try to get some darts, even if you get third-party darts or whatever the case may be, because there's going to be people who show up with not enough darts, that's just inevitable. Darts are expensive, but always be a good Samaritan and bring your own darts uh, whenever you can uh, to nerf battles and bring your own blasters. Something super important is if you are playing really on public, private, doesn't matter what the property is, pick up your nerf darts at the end of the battle. This is something that people always forget. It's something that I literally yell at people for all the time at the end of nerf battles. We'll line up in a line and walk down the entire length of the field and pick up every single dart that we find. And typically the people who stay behind are the ones that get to take those additional darts home. So it's kind of a win-win and that's a good incentive for the people that do stay is to help pick up. But yeah, just pick up, make sure that you uh, leave a, a good rep for the nerf, nerf reputation name out there. Since we're on the subject of competitive nerf battles, I would like to give uh, just a couple recommendations. Maybe you're listening to this, you're like, great, I'm gonna host a nerf war, I'm gonna attend a nerf war, I'm gonna write my name on stuff, I'm gonna help pick up, but what should I take? So I wanna include a little portion of this for really just people who are actually planning on going to nerf wars, what type of blasters you should bring. I highly recommend Rival. Rival is the top-notch quality that you can get right now. I love the Rival Saturn, Perseus, Kronos. All of those are fantastic. As far as elite blasters go, I highly recommend the Trio or the Triad. Both of them are essentially the same. I, I love the uh, Strong Arm, another fantastic. That's kind of a secondary, but it will still work really well. Rapid Strike, Infinite, all of those are fantastic. If you want to go a different direction, the Nexus Pro is at Walmart. That gets about 150 FPS, which is a pretty powerful stock blaster. But those are some of my biggest recommendations right there. If you walk into Walmart or Target, what I would recommend you purchase off the shelf today and today only. Obviously, that list is ever-changing, so if you listen to this podcast in a year, I can guarantee you every single blaster I just named, I'm not going to name, I wouldn't name again. So just keep in mind that is based on, you know, October 2020. It could change, it could change, but those are some of the best blasters on the market right now. For competitive nerfing, of course, there are blasters that are a lot of fun for trick shots, target practice, whatever the case may be, you know, um, pranking your family members. But as far as it goes, professional, you want to go win a nerf battle, those are your best options. So yeah, overall, I hope that uh, you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It, it was a little bit, it was kind of three things in one, you know, talking about Nerf Wars that I've attended, some funny stories, talking about how to host your own Nerf Wars, and then just some Nerf War tip and, you know, tips and tricks, recommendations that I might have for you guys. Of course, I do want to say that I'm completely uh, available on Instagram direct messaging or 
Gmail. Both of them are nerfers101 at Gmail or just nerfers101 on Instagram. If you do want to set up a local nerf war and you need any more advice, if you want to reach out with any nerf-related questions, I just want to get that out there because I get comments all the time that there's people who want to host nerf wars and they just don't know where to start. The more people that we can get uh, to start hosting nerf wars, the bigger that we can kind of spread the popularity of nerf and get it a bit more mainstream and get a lot more people into it. It's a wicked fun hobby, so I'd love to, to get more people down to, to participate. So thank you guys so much for listening. Sophie Lightning. Signing off. This is a BPN podcast. For more content like this, head to bpntoday.com.